give a mighty clap offering unto the Lord, not unto us. It is not enough. As you are in the first day of this year, this is how you express your love and the gratitude unto the Lord. It should be a joyous expression from your heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's good. Our God is great God. Our God is a good God. God is a great God. He has done wondrous things in our life. We have come here with the expectant heart. Amen? Let's pray a moment. Father, we thank you once again for your presence. Thank you for each and every one of us. Lord, we are here, not by us. It's by your grace, by your love. Well, come here once again to thank you and also receive from you. Give us an expectant heart to receive what you have stored for us of this year. Holy Spirit of God, take control over every one of us. Let your presence be sensed, acknowledged, accept in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen? For today's meditation, let us turn to Matthew, Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9. We know we are just a celebrated Christmas. It is fresh in our mind. You know why Jesus Christ has came. So this is the season of celebration. Amen? Amen? Jesus was sent by the Father. And for Jesus himself has said, I have come down to do the will of God. John 6, 38. Jesus came to die for our sins. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 3. Jesus came to serve us, serve the world and to save us. Jesus came not to be served, to serve us. So Jesus Christ was sent by the Father. That we know very well. So that's why Isaiah 9, 6 says, Unto us the child was born, the son is given. The son is given. Jesus Christ was sent. Why he is sent? We all of us know. As a continuation of his ministry, as, he, as we are, it is in our mind, Jesus came to save us. Uh, Jesus, came, Jesus Christ was sent by the Father to the world to save us. Amen? Amen? That's why we are all here. How, what is the mission, how he has performed it? Let us look from Matthew 9, from 35 to 38. Luke 9, sorry, Matthew 9, from 35 to 38. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, 
preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sicknesses and every disease among the people but when he saw the multitudes he was moved with a compassion for them because they were very unscattered like sheep having no shepherd then he said to his disciples the harvest is truly is plentiful but the laborers are few therefore pray for the lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest this is the scripture for us for meditation on this day i title this message the harvest is plentiful the harvest is plentiful the same thing we read even in luke chapter 10 to onwards from first onwards the same word is given there in one scripture so here what we see what, what the message let us see what god is going to teach us on all for us to learn from this scripture for this year one other other translation says jesus christ was going through all the cities all villages teaching in their synagogue proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and it's gone the first thing what i wanted to present is in the first two verse verse 35 the it shows about what is is program or what is is itinerary so the first thing is there is stand is the word is going so here it's went jesus and the, in this gospel it said it, jesus went other translation says jesus was going particularly reminded me matthew 28 19 and 20 when i look at it yes that is the great commission of lord jesus christ before he was going what he says about it go therefore make disciples of all the nation baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and the holy spirit teaching them to observe all that i commanded you and lo i am with you always even to the end of the age matthew 28 a 19 and 20 when i look at it here go so the whole concept then the whole scripture it is said it is a missionary slogan we can say but some of the missions may send that say that it is sent go but here it was sent here jesus christ was sending most of us we may not accept it and uh, we are very comfortable in sending but it is the direct word from our lord do you see here go the word the ministry that is followed by the best translation this phrase is Jesus was going throughout the land and was continuing to do that it is something he did it but still is doing it so but just like Jesus 
be open to go where god leads so here the the what is his plan going he has he was sent to go so he came and he ministered and secondly he was ministering why he was sent he was ministering what is the ministry the same thing we read in the 35 he was carrying out all sorts of ministries the word minister means to serve it is from the latin word ministrium so the focus of jesus work is other words was on the needs of the other rather than need of his own so this should be the lesson for us if we we were that's why even in the gospel if you take all the three gospel or even when you go look at the luke 9 and 10 9 it says in the first word he called his 12 disciples together and gave them the power and authority over all demons and cure diseases he sent them to preach the kingdom of god and to heal the sick it goes on even in this scripture if you further if you go in the matthew same matthew 10 verse 5 onwards these 12 jesus sent and commanded them saying do and the, the process there further it says he selected another 70 and uh, that we read in the uh, same scripture as well as even in the luke 10 after these things the lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go then he said to them or which is truly is great but the laborers are few therefore pray he was sent he has chosen 12 and to be with him learn from him he has sent them the 12 and also he has selected another 70 he sent them two by two who we are who we are we are his disciples what we cannot do or we did not do for the whole time of our life on this earth jesus christ has done much more than that in 3 years of his ministry that is why today you and me are become his children become his servants we are the laborers in his vineyard we believe that as jesus christ was sent as jesus christ sent his disciple the message to us also is he has sent us to this world not believing it the message is for each and every one of us since we are sitting here it doesn't mean that we were not sent we have come here we were sent we are none of us are here in this land or in this world for our own purposes god has not chosen us just to say to enter heaven alone what he has done what he has initiated what the purpose of the father god the father is the desire of the father is 
he wants every one of his children us to be like his own son jesus christ amen do you believe that he wants his desire is every one of his children whoever call on his name should be to become like his own son jesus christ if it is true whatever jesus done on this earth we are all commanded to do that it is not option that is why god has chosen us that is why god has blessed us why god has given us all this he has not given us anything forget about all the materials thing that is the secondary what he has given to the disciples to send them forth 12 or even the 70 he gave them only two things power and authority in the name of his son jesus christ amen amen do you believe that you have the power what is that power the spirit of god is in you he will work in your life wherever you would go whatever you do everything has to be take control over by his spirit because we have accepted him the christ is alive today how we believe it we confess it we sing it he is alive 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 forever more how do you prove it how reflection of your life the way you live the what you speak that and it reflects christ is in you if you believe say amen to that amen. louder amen to that God is in spirit. God is in spirit. Are you sleeping? God is in spirit. If you have the spirit of God, it will no you cannot control over it. No one can control the spirit of God. He will just fill the your heart will be filled with the joy and it will bubble whenever whatever the word comes to you when you identify yourself in that position definitely you will jump up from your seat but you are keeping silent it is not a preaching it is just exalting the name and a reminder of what we are and the purpose so whenever we hear the sermon always you have to identify yourself what are you there what is there for you accept it if you don't if you are not attentive to the word you will not accept it please pay attention to what god wants you to know today you are come here to expect and all that's true for what it is only for the prosperity blessings what you are going to promise you more than everything doing the will of god is greater thing in this world this world what we have what the life what we have the things what you have or temporary that will go away at any time any moment but the life what we have the spiritual life the eternal life what god has promised it will live it will be forever so that is the assurance what we have we are the children of god we have a destiny we have a goal we have a hope the great hope that is to be with our god forever amen to that there are assignment for us to do on this earth 
it is not easy just simply we can run away but he had to do something let's move on so jesus was ministering he is sowing here let us list the activities of jesus christ in what year number 1 is teaching teaching in the synagogue proclaiming secondly proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom thirdly healing every kind of diseases and every kind of sicknesses for that the power and authority is given to us teaching what is the teaching seems to more depth of the ministry explaining god's word he would be he would do this in the protected local buildings that is inside that is the building of the jewish or the church or in the synagogue people came together to learn more of god's word we have many so that is this is the place here we can teach secondly the proclamation the gospel of the kingdom has to be proclaimed that should be in the public so that should be in the public so in that case all we need to see that he was telling everybody about god's kingdom he did not just teach and he proclaimed it teaching is important but it is very selective as we have the disciple classes discipleship training classes are here jesus went with this message we see greater things happen when he is taught mixing with the people whom we do not normally meet with and tell them about jesus he proclaimed god's kingdom or to the jews where they were at for the most part of they believed in the scriptures and the existence of god even though they are aware it is jesus who taught the truth to them and their eyes were open even though the word of god is in their hand they do not understood it everything so in that case the teaching is necessary when he was doing so he was healing every disease and every sicknesses today it is wise versa people are going before as all of you know very well i know this congregation is aware of that he jesus christ has not come to this world to heal the sick only to heal the sick or heal the diseases he was preaching and teaching teaching and proclaiming god's word the signs and wonders followed so the healing is under of the disease all kinds of is just a complementary along with his ministry part of his ministry so here what we learn we will see the greatest power of god extended in healing when we start praying for the needs of non christians he can heal christians but in general jesus was out of the world ministering to the people of the world let us not looking into our own people own group won't just from out of the 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 comfort zone we have to go and meet there are, we will know who are all the people who are who is the world and who are all the people secondly so here is first thing 
His ministry is teaching, preaching, and healing. Secondly, Jesus' insight. What is the insight? Approaching or of Jesus Christ. Jesus had a special insight into the people. So that's what, what I said it. How we look at it, the scripture says, but when he saw, verse 36, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with the compassion for them because they were very unscattered. He was moved with the compassion. So he saw their distress, their inability to help themselves. So they were lost. He has found that they are lost. They are without the shepherd. They are suffering. So dear brothers and sisters. The lesson for us is. When he saw the people. He moved with the compassion. Today. All of you. As you are sitting. God sees each and everyone. He is watching you. He will see you not as I see. Do you know that difference? I can see only your faces. But what can, God can see your heart. What is in your heart? What is in your mind? What are you are thinking about? What are you are worrying about? It is not only when the time of Jesus Christ, when he moved in that, in, the, uh, in that city or in the village, he has seen and the multitude came and he saw the people. He is not, that is not once in, once in a while it has happened the, so, um, uh, thousands of years ago. Even today, he is alive. He sees you. What, was in, what is your situation? What, see, some of you may be just thinking, or even the throat and the end of the year. And, and I, I sense it. When we are preaching and rejoicing and thanksgiving. This thanksgiving started in November itself. But not everybody can give thanks. Because some of your prayers may not be answered. And some of you may go through the same situation. What Jesus Christ has seen in that time in the villages and the towns. By seeing that God was so He was so compassionate. He moved with the compassion. Even the same God, the Jesus Christ, the God who is the compassionate is here in our midst. He sees you. He sees your heart. He knows your situation. He knows your personal life, your family life, your working place. Whatever is behind you. You are sitting here, but many things behind you. God knows it. He is our God. He is our God. We have such a God. And the same God is, our Savior is in us. So, the way he is not looking at as the people, but he look at he, of his own. His way of looking at is totally different. That's why he was moved with the compassion, knowing the situation and the circumstances. But we have... Why we don't see the people or we are not moved with the compassion or we do not have the same compassion what Jesus has had? Two reasons. One is, we don't look at the people as the Lord Jesus Christ looked at them. 
We also looked at them, the outward. We do not know what is their inside. Secondly, we don't believe it at their situation, whether it is true or not. Suppose if somebody is uh, suffering, and uh, sometimes we don't believe it, whether it is right or wrong. Sometimes we may add something else that we are not supposed to say. Some people may say that what he has done, and he may be what he has sown, he is reaping. And if he has done anything wrong, maybe God has punished. So we may put so many things. But these are all the reasons why we don't have the spirit of compassion towards the people. What more expecting there? What, what, what? See, we were all in that situation before. But today, by the grace of God, we are all saved. What is the greatest treasure we have? We are all saved. The salvation is the greatest. The Almighty, the great God, the creator of heavens and the earth is our father. And we are his children. That is nothing greater than that. But to enjoy that, what is expected, what is given, you same thing you share. Since you are given, you give. God is not asking us to give without giving. He was, we, we were given. Who was given? First, Jesus Christ was given. The salvation is given. Yeah, apart from that, every blessings are there, what you have. That God shares, says today, be compassionate to the people, first of all, those who do not know, those who do not aware, those who do not hear the gospel. What is the gospel? What is we can give? Not more than anything, just the love of God. God loved us. That love was manifested through his son to this world and we received it, the same love as a gospel share with the people, those who are in need, those who are going through hardships in their life, those who are scattered, those who are living in darkness. The, you know, the word of the word, the word of God is, is, Jesus Christ is, he is the light. The word of God is the light. So those who do not have Christ, they are in darkness. That is the scripture says. So we are all called, we are the light to this light, the world. And we should go and give that light to the others so that they will have light in their life. Because they are all in darkness. The world was in darkness before Christ came. And he came as a light to this world. And we are all received that. So just share the word to the people. And move with a compassionate. So there is, with that, we will give them the hope. There are people, millions of people in the world, and they do not have the hope. They do not know the destiny of their life. So that's why Jesus Christ was moved with the compassion. Identify yourself. Understand the situation. Believe it. And let us have the spirit of compassion because the scripture, what he says is, harvest is plenty and the laborers of you. So that's why the we learn from that. Secondly, here, our Jesus' instruction, what he is instructing to the, uh, to the uh, disciples, after seeing, after having compassion, 
immediately what is said is verse 38. Therefore, pray for the, uh, before that, he said to his disciples, the harvest is truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So his instruction is, he is the Lord, we have to pray for the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. Now is the time to harvest. There is an urgency about harvesting. But do I or you see the harvest? Where is the harvest? Jesus said, harvest is plenty. What made him to say that? The multitude came. And he saw them. They are depressed. Deprived. And uh, they are going to helpless. They were hopeless. Living in hopeless. They have hunger for the word. That time he says, harvest is plenty. Laborers are few. So, do I, so the question is, do I make this a priority in my life? What we'll do, number one, our involvement. We firstly must realize that we can make the difference as we have a difference in our life. But once we were convinced that God will actually do more because of what we do, then we see how urgent that we make is work priority. We need to pray. That is what Jesus so clearly says here. Those who seem so uninterested or uh, become un um, um, uninterested to become interested and those who are not willing uh, to become willing to share and we there we need to pray for the spirit of compassion to have. That's why then only we can move. The need, no, identify, know the people's need in their life. So the faith, again, the faith and the, the force, the internal force has to force you to move forward towards the people. So when you overall, when you look at it, in this scripture, the first part is about the mission. Why he has come. He has come and he has ministered. And first of all, he was sent and he came and he started ministry. All cities, all villages. Remember that. Then he is teaching and he was pre preaching. Explaining the word. And proclaiming the kingdom of God. And the same message was the shared by the, his disciples. And also later on all the apostles carried that. The same challenge is given to us. Because we know him and we become his children. We are his disciples. We are his workers. And there are physical need. Spiritual need. More than that physical, they are all spiritually people are need. They are hungry for the word. Still they do not know who is Christ. 
and now the word come to us the um, knowing that the harvest is plenty it is based on the multitude who gather to listen from jesus christ or we move with that compassion take that as a challenge harvest is plenty and uh, the, 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 the commandment given to us pray to the lord of harvest to send laborers into the field it is not only praying see the previous year before that was became a year of evangelism last year was year of prayer today this year will be year of harvest year of harvest so fostering or nurturing the new contact ministering that is serving the others compassionate that is see the needs of others finally praying or asking god to send the workers matthew 9:37 says then he said to his disciple again harvest is truly plentiful but the laborers are few so in verse 38 he said it you have to pray in luke 8:1 to 15 we go through it and we learn many things from here and also one thing what is the seed what is the harvest the seed is nothing but the word of god the seed is the word of god the harvest is the end of the age in matthew 13:37 says he who sows the good seed is the son of man and the 38 the field is the world the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom but the tares are the sons of the wicked one the enemy who sows them is the devil the harvest is the end of the age and the reapers are the angels so what we know from here number 1 the seed is the word he who sows the seed is the son of man and the field is the world who is the what is the world the people of the world the world is nothing but people who do not know or have christ in their life the world is very wide so the field is the world and the harvest is the end of the age as i said and the harvesters are the reapers are the angels now we know what to pray why to pray so i can say conclude this as a precept for this year is in one verse luke 10:2 then he said to them the harvest is truly is great but the laborers are few therefore pray the lord of harvest to send out laborers into his harvest that is the precept with that we say declare this year as a lord the 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 year of 
always. The promise to you in this year is Isaiah chapter 30, verse 23. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 23. Then he will give the rain for your seed with which you sow the ground. And bread of the increase of the earth, it will be fat and plentiful. In that day, your cattle will feed in large pastures. For you, it may not seem to be your familiar promise that you are expecting. But there is a truth in it. That's why you are not excited for knowing this. What is this? Where is this in the Bible? It is in your own Bible. Open your Bible and see what he says about. If you know this whole meaning, you know what is the series, as I said. You know, just bring you the picture of the uh, sower of the seed, the parable, what he has said. We can sow the seed, you know the different levels, without the rain, the, the seed cannot germinate. Without the rain, the word, the plant cannot, the shoot cannot come up, grow. Only without the seed, there is no harvest. First of all, you should know that. Harvest is plentiful. From where the harvest has come? Without you sow. What you sow, you will reap. Without sowing, you cannot reap. Right? You believe that? So, when you sow the seed only, you can prepare yourself for the harvest. Look for the harvest. So, most of us, we look for the harvest. Okay, it is right. If we go, it's a plentiful. Harvest is plenty means, that already it says harvest is plenty. If you just apply, compare that materially, how you will be excited. Just imagine. But this is scriptural. And the word, the seed is the word. The word is the people, those who do not know the seed, the word, or even Jesus Christ. You have to sow it. But the rain is... Just I'm explaining. The rain is the spirit of God. Without that, it will not germinate. It will not multiply. First of all, it will not grow. And then it will multiply. When I explain this, what it is, when the seed is sown in the earth, the Lord will give the former rain and cause it to take root and spring up. The bread of the increase of the earth the earth, being watered with the rain, should give its increase of corn, of which bread should be made, so that there would be seed to the sower and the bread to the eater, as it is, shall be fat and plenteous. Dear children of God, just meditate this word. Take this word as a promise to you. Prepare, see that. You have a seed with which you sow the ground 
So most of us, we don't so we hold it as much as possible for tomorrow. No. Don't try to store it. You put all you are storing, your store should be in heaven. So don't try to store it up. So hearing and hearing and hearing the word, hearing what you are going to do with that, put it in action. Saw it. Whatever the knowledge you have, whatever the word you know, whatever the experience you have, you have to show it in the kingdom of God. Then God will multiply. We are in the last days. So the, the will of the Father is the two things. First of all, we should know the harvest is plenty. And why he ask us to pray? We are in an urgency, emergency that we have to pray for the harvesters. And you cannot go look for somebody else, even we ourselves has to come forward to go forth. It is not sitting here and sending. And most of our members, whoever is from here, they go and, and become a worker, harvesters in the kingdom of God, elsewhere else. The same thing we should have is, let us, if you think about it, see, most of us, we can plan for, plan for so many things. What I'm going to do if I leave this country? We think about only personally and materially about the future, about your children and all so on. How many of us think about what I can do, what way I will be useful in the kingdom of God? What I can do in the ministry. What I can do, what I will become in the kingdom of God in the sense in his work. But you know the last year I was challenged from here. I was not sure about I am here. I am going to be here. I never thought about it. But I had it in my mind. I declare it from here. Even if I go from here, I will serve the Lord and go for the missions as an honorary worker on behalf of the bread of life as I said. Today, God has rewarded the same thing to each and every one of you. Remember what you can do unto the Lord. Harvest, keep that in your mind. Harvest is plentiful. Laborers of you. God is asking us, pray for the harvesters and prepare yourselves to move forward so that the kingdom of God will be what we, uh, will be ex expanded and, uh, and uh, multiplied. And what we see today, what we hear today, all the news around the world, these, nothing else you needed to know about the harvest. That is enough. What we see, what we hear, is reminds you of harvest is plenty. Nothing more than that. Not uh, everything necessary from here, from here. Harvest is plenty. What you hear in the world, harvest is plenty. Let's close our eyes. Gracious Father, we thank you for speaking to us. Thank you, Lord. You are the Lord of harvest. Lord, you have chosen us. Lord, to serve you in your kingdom. Father, once again, it's a privilege to hear from you. Whatever, the, whatever you led me to share with your people, I have done it my part. Holy Spirit of God, you take control. You minister to your children. You speak to them. You, you expound your word in their life. Lord, let everyone, those who are in need, and the abundance life, Lord, you meet their needs of Father. If anything is lacking us, holding us, Lord, we confess before you. Set us free from every kind of bondages of Father. 
the scripture says if the sun sets you free we are free indeed thank you in jesus precious name we pray now it's a time for us to go to the lord's table i'm sorry that time is taken we'll rush up let us turn to first corinthians chapter 11 once again it's a privilege it's a blessing for us to have and refresh ourselves to take part in the lord's table and this table is prepared for the people those who accepted christ as the lord and savior and uh, let us go through the word fast and uh, the paul writes in first corinthians chapter 11 for from 20 onwards for i received from the lord that which i also delivered to you that the lord jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take ye this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the lord's death till he comes therefore whoever eats the bread or drinks of this cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the lord but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the lord's body for this reason many are weak and sick among you and many are asleep for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the lord that we may not condemned with the world once again what we learn from his it is a remembrance it is a time of remembrance of jesus christ who came to this world and gave his life to us and uh, he has died he has rose uh, rose again he is going to come that is a great hope so we have that hope and we have a privilege of commanded to proclaim this gospel his death has to be remembered and his coming has to be proclaimed and remember the day you are saved so before we come to the take part in this examine yourself you examine yourself if you have any unforgiven sin in you confess before the lord prepare yourselves to come and take part otherwise it is better you stay back let's pray for the bread <clears throat> father we thank you for the bread which was kept as a sign of your body and also the wine which is remembrance to remember us as a sign of your blood which was shed before 2000 years ago bless them sanctify it and lord help us to come together in union identify ourselves that we are taking part in in this blood and the wine we are identify ourselves among one and identify ourselves one with you thank you for this privilege in jesus precious name we pray amen the year 2018 calendar is available with the elders um uh, ashes please go and take your copies the rest of the things you can get it later let us take part in the last table
Praise. 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 Hallelujah. Praise. Amen. Miracle walker. Praise, praise, praise. You are a miracle walker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Miracle walker, you are the miracle walker. Come and do a miracle, a miracle today. You will do a miracle, a miracle today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle walking God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. We call you Yahweh. You are the miracle walking God. Your name is Yahweh. Destiny changer. You are the destiny changer. Oh, I change my destiny, my destiny today. You will change my destiny, my destiny today. Destiny changer, destiny changer. Yes, you are. You are a destiny changer. Mighty God, how I change my destiny, a destiny today. Oh, you will change a destiny, a destiny today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working, working God. Your name is Yahweh. We call. You are the powerful healer. Come and heal, Lord. Come and heal. So powerful, so powerful today. You will heal. So powerful, so powerful today. Powerful healer, powerful healer. You are the powerful healer. Come and heal so powerful, so powerful today. Oh, you will heal so powerful, so powerful today. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle walking God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. 
Bibles once again to Luke chapter 10 verse 2. That's the precept for 2018. Luke chapter 10 verse 2. And let's read it together. One, two, go. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is great but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. We have heard the word. The word is clear. Our assignment is clear. Our resource is clear. The mandate is clear. Where we need to go is clear. It's up to us. Today is the first day of a new year. And we have 365 days to accomplish the mandate. You and I are the people to whom this task has been now given. It's not about somebody else. It's about you and I. So let's just take a moment and tell God... Just talk to God. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a task in your kingdom. Church, let's pray. It's not about your neighbor going out with the seed. It's about you and it's about me. The harvest is plentiful. Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us your word. Thank you, Lord. For putting that seed in my hand, Lord. Father, 
I pray, Lord, that I will not keep the seed to myself, but I will go and sow it. That every one of us here, Lord Father, will go and sow that seed that you have placed in our hand, Lord, this day. Father God, we commit ourselves into your hands, Lord. That we are your hands and your feet, Lord Father. You have entrusted us with a task, Lord. And Father God, we are here to do it, Lord Father. Father God, whenever complacency sets in, Lord Father. Father, move us, Lord. Whenever fear sets in, Lord Father. Father, replace that fear with faith, Lord. And help us to move forward in your word, Lord Father. Because it is you who has given us the power and the authority, Lord Father. We do not go in our strength. We do not go with our words. We don't cook up stories and tales. Your word is clear, Lord. Your message is clear, Lord. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that years past, you have given us the gift of salvation, Lord Father. Father God, help us to share it out. Help us to share it out, Lord Father. Father God, you sent, you came, that we might have life. Father, as you send us out, let others have life, Lord Father. Father, we surrender ourselves into your hands. We thank you, Lord Father, for the precept and the promise. Because again, Lord, we don't have to look for the seed you have placed it in our hand, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that even as we start this year, it's going to be a glorious year, Lord Father. Father God, the harvest truly is plentiful, Lord Father. And by the end of this year, Lord Father, this hall shall be overflowing. <laughs> this hall shall be overflowing. Father, we just surrender ourselves into your hands. It's not a task we take lightly, but Father, it's a task we take willingly, Lord Father. We give all glory to you. We thank you, we praise you, we give glory unto you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your servant whom you have used this day to bring us this powerful word, Lord Father, and a powerful task, Lord. And Father God, even as you bless him and anoint him the more, I pray, Lord, that you will bless him and his family, Lord Father. That he shall be with us to give us more words of encouragement, Lord, Father, <clears throat> as the days go by. All glory be yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's go out. Let's go. Let's preach. Let's sow. Let's reap. <laughs>